I always had this struggle of like wanting to be known as a designer first, a YouTuber second. But because YouTube is my big thing, mm. people would think of me as that. Okay. But this year, I feel like I've managed to make the switch. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. And this week, we're sitting in the same room to record. Whoop. Normally, we're recording separately from our houses, me in London, Fem in Amsterdam, but Fem's in London at the moment. So you also realise that the last episode we released is also us IRL. Oh my gosh, it was No, too. wait, a couple of weeks ago when we were at Confront. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So a few real life episodes lately, it's kind of special. Which is nice, because it means that we've been seeing each other in I know, real life. It's nice. <laughs> so for this episode, we thought we'd just have a chat, to be honest. Yeah, catch life catch-up. Yeah, where life is at, where our careers are at, what we've been doing and enjoying lately. And yeah. unplanned, but also this podcast is reaching three years. Is it? Oh my gosh. Yes. It is so... <laughs> So wow. also uncoincidental, but a uh, good time to just kind of check in and share how we're doing and maybe things that have changed or new things that are starting yeah. and how we're feeling about life and yeah. side projects and work. I feel like it, this podcast has like followed our life and our careers over the past three years. Mm-hmm. Like if you think when we started it, you had pretty much just moved to Amsterdam or yep. like not that long ago. Yep. And, you know, working remote with Atomic. Yep. And we, like, this podcast saw you through that whole change of, like, getting a new job and, like, learning how to remote work as well, I suppose. And same with you. Like, yeah, good point. <laughs> you, you also changed jobs and moved to a remote position. We kind of yeah. swapped lifestyles. Yeah, we did. Um, but, yeah, a lot has changed. I feel like we've both grown a lot. Yeah. Priorities have changed. Yeah. That's a really good point, too. Priorities have changed. Like, yeah. Just going to be honest, you might have noticed that last week there wasn't a podcast episode, I don't think. No. Yeah. So, whoops. But, like, <laughs> we've just been, like, life is busy. You I know? know. And I think we've both eased up a little bit and, like, gone easier on ourselves with, you know, getting this out. Obviously, we're super committed to this podcast and we want to be putting one out every week. Yes. But sometimes life is just more important than yes. a podcast. And that is a fact that maybe not many other podcasters would say. Yeah, and we're sorry, but, yeah. but not. Like, yeah. we do really love this podcast and we try as much as possible to release yeah. a weekly episode. But like you said, life sometimes happens. Yeah. We live in different countries already, different time zones. Mm-hmm. We travel a On lot. different schedules, On usually. different schedules. Yeah. Usually, like, by the time I get back, you're like, oh, well, I'm off. Yeah. And so it's, it's gotten harder and harder to align on our schedules. But yeah. We do try our best. And when we do meet in real life, like now, we make the most of that opportunity. Yeah. And thank you for not minding people listening that we're not like uploading every single week this year because we've been a little, little slack this year, but it's not intentional. And we appreciate you tuning in to listen when we do release one. Exactly. (laughs) So fam, what's been up? What's what's some exciting stuff that's been happening in your life lately? Uh, Some exciting stuff. I'm going to go like really broad. So I suppose a couple of years ago, I was very dedicated to writing a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were doing your newsletter a lot. Yeah. Yes. Very regularly. Doing a very regular newsletter, very regular blog posting, also doing like interviews with people, like just doing lots of content. And over the last year, that's kind of slowed down Mm. and it wasn't intentional. I just became more focused and busy and prioritizing my day job, which I think that's fine to do. So I I just started to spend less and less time on the more personal side project things. And I felt guilty about that for a long time. 
And also, like, people were asking me, like, where where did you right. go? Where's the newsletter? Yeah. Did I miss it? Did does, I unsubscribe? Exactly. Yeah. People were like, does this newsletter still exist? Like, have yeah. I been, like, unsubscribed? And I felt really bad. And I still do feel a little bit bad about it because it wasn't, like, a conscious choice of, like stopping and and mm. I, I haven't stopped I actually just sent a newsletter last you did, week yeah so it's not over it's just changed not every week yeah yeah and I wouldn't say that it's less of a priority because I still care about it and want to prioritize it but I guess I realized that I needed to put more investment into myself mm. and my own growth and learning yep. and I can always come back to teaching and sharing later when yeah, well, I right have now, grown more. Yeah, you're doing the learning so that then you can teach. Right. You know, And yeah. I felt like maybe I jumped the gun a little bit in the teaching, although it did teach me uh, a lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did teach me a lot, and I like really valued the, the writing, like even just the act of writing. Like yeah. I learned a lot from doing that, and you know, I learned about commitment and, and mm. scheduling. But now I feel like, okay, I really want to prioritize myself a little bit more and get more of the learning, get more of the experience yeah. before I jump back into trying to like teach other people things. So yeah. it's kind of like been an unintentional shift over the year, but now I'm in a position where I'm like, okay, if I feel like I have something interesting to share or say or like learned some kind of lesson that I think others might benefit from, then I might write about it and send newsletter otherwise I'm just gonna keep focusing on self-improvement basically yeah I think that's great I feel like I've done something similar I haven't stopped making content because I've still been putting up a YouTube video every week Mm -hmm. but I have stopped pretty much everything else to do with YouTube like I get a lot of requests through for sponsorships and things right and I used to give them a good go and like be like oh great this is a chance to make some money from my YouTube channel and you know money to invest back into it and equipment or time or whatever but these days I'm just less interested yeah. in the effort that it takes to do a sponsorship. And I would rather spend that time making something for myself or like, you know, yeah, just it, in general, putting more focus into my job. Totally. Yeah. And that's also interesting. I feel like maybe this is a thing with age. I don't know. But I feel like lately I've just been valuing my time mm. a lot more than I yeah. used to. And like, I would rather, you know, spend self like, quality time with myself or with my boyfriend or something like that, then always be sitting behind my computer. Mm. So I kind of got to a point where I was like, I don't know, just my priorities had changed and I started to value my time a little bit differently. Yeah. I've exactly been through the same thing. Yeah. Like lots of projects that I've half started or like, you know, have ideas for that I thought it was like life or death that I get it done sort of thing. Yes. You know, maybe not that extreme, but like, but still, I was a lot like, was no, on the line. I have to do this. I've got all this potential. I'm not making the most of my audience. Wah, all this. But now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I like turning off my computer at six o'clock in the evening and just yeah. watching Netflix all night and yeah. cooking dinner. Like, that's kind of nice to relax. It is nice. <laughs> and you deserve it too, because you worked hard during the day. Yeah, and- exactly. So yeah, I've just come like, I'm hustling less. Let's say that. <laughs> Which is okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Because, yeah, I wanted to bring that in too. Is like, do you feel conflicted because there's so many messages about, like, the hustle? And yeah. I was just reading an article yesterday, actually. I, I think they called it hustle porn or something mm-hmm. like that. Where yeah. it's just, like, constant messages, yeah. you know. And it can be really hard to feel like you are worthy or that you are valuable to society. Yeah. 
if you're not hustling, which I think is stupid. Like, yeah, I think so too. It's, it's so conflicting. I think slowing down a bit has made me refocus where my priorities are with my side projects as well. And like what yeah. I really want to be working on. Yeah. Like I said, I think I was being too much in the YouTube game and like doing what other YouTubers do, yeah. with sponsorships, things like that. Thinking about speaking at VidCon and like YouTube events. That's less of a interest for me now, I would say. I always had this struggle of like wanting to be known as a designer first, a YouTuber second. But because YouTube is my big thing, mm. people would think of me as that. Okay. But this year, I feel like I've managed to make the switch. Like I've been getting more known in the design community, like getting to know a lot of really great designers. And I feel like I've really been like nurturing that side of myself. And now it really does feel like I'm in the position where I wanted to be, where YouTube is just an outlet to talk about design. It's not like... My main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although people still ask me when I'm going to do it full time. But I think that'll never stop. (laughs) (laughs) It will never end. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like I've tried to prioritize more like my health. That's good. Yeah. Fitness, which I wasn't really doing before. And I've heard that once you hit your 30s, it gets really hard (laughs) to like. I'm not even in my 30s yet. And already I'm seeing those. Well, same. I'm I'm still a few years away from 30s (laughs) and it was already hard to start. So I can't imagine how hard it is to start later. But, you know, because I think we've talked about this a lot, like we used to, well, and still do, you know, get up early, spend a few hours mm-hmm. on whatever side, project, side yeah. projects before work. And over the last year, I have I still get up early, but instead I go to a yoga class or go right. for a run. And sometimes I still do, like we do the podcast in the morning. So mm-hmm. that's one of my mornings. Another morning I might do something else at my desk, but I've just become less strict on myself yeah just eased up on yourself a little bit (laughs) yeah and I think that's okay to do yeah I think so too I do still want to be pushing my projects forward so I I do still do like an hour or at least an hour on something in the morning yeah but I've also been reframing it in my mind to treat health as just as important as that yeah like you so like every day I'll go for a walk in the park or perfect you know go to the gym Mm -hmm. go for a swim like Mm -hmm. try and do something active every day like and finally seeing that as something just as important. Yeah. Which I definitely wasn't in previous no, years. No, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. Yeah. I wasn't either. I also have come to value a lot more spending time with people in the same, you know, same vein as that. Like last night I was at the Figma meetup and then we met up afterwards for some drinks and some good chats with some people. And that meant that I did not wake up early this morning right. and <laughs> do side project stuff because I got home at midnight. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to get up at six. Yeah. But I was like, no, that was my, my time. I was spending it with people. And like, yeah. that's just as important as spending it on projects. Yes. I think that's something I've learned this year is the value of relationships. And I feel like I've finally cracked like networking, you know, and how it's not really handing out a business card at a conference. It's like no. making friends, getting to know people. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just to... friendshipping. It's just it a really business is. word for friendshipping. It really. really is. And I yeah. think it's because I used to think of friendship as like, oh, we see each other every week and we're like, text each other all the time. And like, we keep up with each other's lives. It really doesn't have to be that way. Like, yeah. you can have friends that you see like once a year. Yeah. And you're still friends and you like follow each other online. You vaguely keep up, but that's kind of how Mm -hmm. I've been treating like quotation marks, business relationships lately too. Yeah. Business relationships, but they're actually just friends. Yeah, exactly. Which (laughs) is nice. Mutual interest. That's good. (laughs) Okay. So just before we pressed record, I told you to find three things. You did like literally just before we pressed record. (laughs) Yes. To share on this episode. Uh Uh, This episode is very spontaneous. We literally sat down and were like, let's just talk about life. 
But I thought it'd be fun if we each shared three things that we have found interesting or fun or cool that we want to share yeah. with our listeners. Okay. Shall I go first? Yes. Okay. So the first one that I have is related to what we were just talking about to do with health. And that is the YouTube channel Yoga by Candice. Oh, so good. I love her a lot. Fem and I, we used to belong to the same gym in Wellington, New Zealand, when we lived together. And we'd go to this yoga class every, like, Wednesday? I can't remember when it was. It was Wednesdays. Yeah. (laughs) Not that it matters, this detail. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) But we loved our yoga instructor. And I found it really hard to do yoga without her, to be honest. Because, like, she was my introduction to yoga. Mm -hmm. And, like, made me really enjoy it and see the benefits of it. But then, yeah, finding this YouTube channel... Candace makes these YouTube videos that are like yoga classes, basically. They're varying lengths, varying like what you want to do with them. Like, do you want a hip opener or, you know, stress relief? You pick one and you do it. Um, And I've been doing her classes, especially lately with all the travel. It's been nice when I'm like away to just be able to do 15 minutes yoga before bed or something, you know? Yeah. Love her channel. Highly recommend. So good. Yeah. We've been following her for a few years now yeah, right like yeah. I occasionally do her classes as well I do attend a yoga studio but yeah. same if I'm traveling and just feel that need to like you know have a quick yoga session it's and she's my go-to yeah. on yeah. YouTube we'll link her in the show notes <laughs> we will link her okay should I go next we can take yeah, turns. yeah. we'll take turns. okay so one thing that I want to share is the woman at work podcast Ooh. which is by HBR and I only just recently started listening. Actually, I've only listened to one episode. <laughs> but you love it so <laughs> but much. But it was so good. <laughs> the title of the episode, to give some context to what this podcast is about, is The Art of Claiming Credit. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a it's a really great podcast where they talk about women at work, basically, in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Things you might have to navigate, yep, unique yep. challenges to women, you know, that you might have to deal with in your job. So I do recommend that as a good podcast to listen to not just for women actually for for everyone it's it's very interesting and i've been sharing it with all my women friends <laughs> women friends <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh that's my recommendation that i want to share if you're looking for something new to listen to cool i'm gonna go subscribe to that okay my next thing is a piece of content also okay just uh, also have not finished it or you know okay i've read a few chapters of this book so far and it seems really good it's um it doesn't have to be crazy at work by the base camp guys we've been starting to read it at convert kit we have a book club and so we have been reading that and discussing it and it's really good so far it's just really i feel like a lot of it isn't new for me but it's still really good to have it written down like things about how work shouldn't be a family like work is work your family is your family right and that calling your work your family is like a way that they increase loyalty and like make you feel guilty almost for not being there. Just Mm. like you would for your family. Questioning Um, your loyalty to the team. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, working no more than 40 hours a week, that sort of thing. And how that's important and you shouldn't have to work more than that. It's just really refreshing to see them talking about that way of working. And they've written some good books in the past too, right? Like Rework. Rework is one. Yeah. For sure. a good one. Yeah. That's definitely been on my reading list. But it's, yeah, it just yeah. came out. It's a good, easy read because it's like each thought is in a short little chapter, essentially. Okay. It's not like big, long tomes on each point. Oh, it's nice. like little thoughts almost. Yeah. It feels almost like it could be a collection of blog posts in a book, kind of. But yeah, right. it makes it easy to read. So I like it. <laughs> and how are you reading this book? I am reading it on my Kindle. Nice. Yeah. I don't really do physical books these days. Well, audiobooks have kind of yeah. seemed to be a new thing. I haven't really gotten into it myself. Right. But 
a lot of people are like are telling me, oh yeah, I'm listening to this book, and I'm like, you're, you're listening, listening to a book. Yeah. <laughs> I find I don't know. You know how there's those three ways of learning or whatever. It's like um, visual, kinetic, auditory. Maybe there's another one. I don't know. But um, I'm definitely more of a like a doing and seeing learner than mm-hmm. I am a listening learner. Mm-hmm. Like I find it really hard to pay attention. So I like to read something because then I can highlight as well in my Kindle to like make notes. Yeah. To refer back to later. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I will add it to my reading list. Okay. My next thing that I want to share is not actually anything, but just in general, the topic of personal finance and investing Mm -hmm. is something that I have been getting more and more interested in over the last few months. So I also have a colleague on my team who's also really into personal finance and he linked to me a PDF. It's like a 10 page document about like how millennials like can get rich slowly or something like this. And I'll share it in the show notes, but basically just wanted to share that it's been something that I've been looking into and getting Mm. more and more interested in. I've been like starting buying like shares with like a little bit of pocket change. Cool. I use this app. It's a very Dutch app. So this is not going to really matter to anyone. It's called Dejido. Oh, I can definitely (laughs) spell that. Exactly. (laughs) For you Dutch listeners, you've probably heard of it. You can basically just upload, upload, like send money. I mean, (laughs) into the account, (laughs) upload money. Yeah. Right. Uh, you basically send your money into your Dejido account. And then from there you can see all the stocks and like choose how much you want to buy, whatever. And I've just been buying like tiny amounts, like just for fun to just for fun to see what happens. Like, Oh, I'll buy this 20 euro share and like see what happens in three months time. So I'm very like at the beginning, early stages of trying to learn all of this, but I feel already late to the game. Like Mm. when I talk to some of my friends who have been doing this for like quite a few years, I'm like, Oh man, I should have started ages ago. It's like one of those hindsight things. So yeah, just wanted to bring up that topic. I will also link some books that I've heard. I haven't, they're on my reading list, so I haven't read them, but they've been recommended to me. (laughs) So I'll share those as well in the show notes in case you are interested in learning more and getting started with this. Cool. I am definitely interested in learning more on that. I use an app called Moneybox. Okay. This is not my third thing that I want to share. Okay. Just as an anecdote. Yes. Which takes, uh, like rounds up to the nearest dollar, everything I spend and puts it into an account Mm -hmm. that, it like invests itself into shares, so I don't get to choose them. Yeah, but still, it's like interesting to yeah. just have it there. Like I check it one day, I'm like, oh, there's five hundred pounds in this savings cool. account that I didn't realize I saved. Yeah, which is kind of nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I also have some like personal investment funds that I like proactively put money into yeah. and like choose like how much risk I want to take and whatever. So yeah, I just recommend like. I don't know if you're like thinking about this or worried about money, then maybe it's worth doing a bit of research and a bit of reading and seeing like what your options might be to, you know, make sure that you're planning ahead yeah. and trying to be sustainable with your money. Yeah. That's good advice. Maybe we should like come around and revisit this topic in a few months. Yeah. When yeah. I'm a financial when you're a pro. pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. My third thing that I want to share is an app that I've been using called Text Expander. Ooh. I first heard about this from Sean Wes, Sean McCabe, and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like something that'd be a pain to set up or whatever. Basically, it's you type these short codes and it like fills out text for you. So it's like meant to make oh. it faster to be using your computer or like typing stuff because you're okay. using like shortcuts to like, for example, I type TFRO and then it puts thanks for reaching out 
in an email because and I end up seeing that a lot. Okay, and this like will work in any app? Yeah, Ooh. it works across your whole computer and I think on your phone as well. That's um, super nice. Yeah, which has been super handy. So I've been getting into using that and finding little ways to like, I don't know, just like take shave a few seconds off your process, yep. you know, because it does all add up. Um, even things like we use zoom at work. So Mm -hmm. I have a text expander for my zoom link. So I don't have to like open zoom, open a video, click copy link, you know, you just type zoom and it like shares the link. That sounds so handy for things like your, even like my phone number or my email address 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 when I want to share it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. So highly recommend it does, there's a free trial and then it's, I can't remember how much it costs, but it was like cheap enough that I was like, yeah. Easy, we'll do that. That sounds like such a time saver. Yeah, and I'm looking for more ways to use it. Like the other day, I think it was our friend Corey recommended to us, Corey Miller, Uh that he puts the hex codes for the brand colors in Text Expander. So then he can just type like a short code for the blue or whatever, and it puts the The hex hex code in. That's very smart. Remember what it is. Okay. So I haven't set them up yet, but I am going to. Yeah, that sounds super smart. Like that, there's a lot of potential use cases for design. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just basically on the lookout for more. And like I said, like things that I type in email a lot. Like I have a, if I do semicolon CC at the bottom of an email, it goes, cheers, enter Charlie for like my sign off. You You are so smart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Text expander is so smart. Okay, good one. Okay, my last thing that I want to recommend is actually a YouTube channel. Oh, is it mine? <laughs> Sadly not, but I do recommend it. <laughs> the one that I want to share is a new YouTube channel by a friend of mine, Serena, and it's called Secure with Serena. Ooh. And she's a designer, a product designer, but her channel is focused on the topic of security. Ooh. And she wanted to take the approach of like security for dummies, basically. Right. So um, like how- What type of security are we talking about? Okay, now? we're talking about like online security. Okay. Yeah. So, like, how to keep yourself safe online. Yeah, not, like, putting a house alarm. No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah. She might yeah. branch out into yeah. that area. I don't know. But right now it's focused on online mm-hmm. security. And she really wanted to take the approach of, like, how can I explain to, like, normal people or, like, mm-hmm. people that might not be tech savvy, like, your mum and dad or something, Yeah. how to be secure online. Or, like, what like single what sign-on is. Yeah. yeah, what is it? What is yeah. a password manager? Mm. Why is it not okay to use the same password? Yeah. Things like that. So she has, like, really short, like, two-minute videos cool. uh, where she talks, yeah, teaches you different things relating to keeping yourself safe online and protecting your identity and security in general. And she does it in a really fun, cool way that makes awesome. it not boring. So, yeah, I recommend checking that out. I'm going to definitely check that out. Awesome. And probably send some links to my parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Should we end this episode by talking about, I don't know, something exciting that's happened lately? Or, like, I don't know, just something okay. you've really enjoyed? Do you have something exciting? Yeah. Go Do you ahead. want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Um, I went to Epicurrence mm-hmm. recently. Right. Epicurrence Unknown. So this is a series of events that Dan Petty puts on. Um I spoke at one earlier in the year called Winter Work Week, which was kind of like a different Epicurrence event. It was more like an actual conference. Mm-hmm. But usually, they're not really conferences. It's like, they call it an unconference, again, in quote marks. So what it was, was three days we stayed at this campsite called Under Canvas, which was like glamping tents. They had wooden floors, a wood stove in them, Fancy. an actual bathroom, like a shower and a toilet. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, and you do activities during the day. And then in the evening, there's all these 
discussions, like with mm-hmm. a discussion leader. Mm-hmm. It's super kind of chill. It's they're just sitting on a sofa and you're like sitting around them on chairs or whatever. So it's like feels much more relaxed than a conference and more like a dialogue than yeah. just hearing from a speaker. This one was focused on design leadership and I freaking loved it. Like it's yeah. honestly one of the best decisions I've ever made to attend this conference. It was so good. I feel like you said like, that at the last one you went to, was this one even better? This then? one was way better. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you. Like, okay. because there was great people at that one, but it was so big that I found like, I couldn't really get to know them. You know, mm. this one, there was just like 35 people there, I think. Oh, so, so very intimate. Yeah. Really intimate. Got to talk to lots of them, like just around the campfire. Yeah. And like I was talking about with networking, just making really great connections uh-huh. with really great people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was super cool. feel like I got a lot of inspiration for like thinking forward in my career and like what I want to do next with this audience that I built on YouTube as well. And yeah. like being a like quote mark leader in, in that way, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, not necessarily mm-hmm. leading a team, but, but yeah. being an authoritative yeah. figure in, in design. Sure. Totally. It was, it was amazing. Loved it a lot. Would, so would cool. highly recommend going to one of those yeah i I would love to Uh, hopefully like he announces them a bit more in advance next time and also is already traveling but yeah would super love to go i'm definitely gonna go to another one next year so maybe we should tee up okay i will save my dollars yeah (laughs) (laughs) what about Um, you okay well i just got back from india like a week that's pretty damn exciting and i guess that's pretty exciting it was my first time in asia kind Mm -hmm. of whoa yeah, I mean, oh I've been to Singapore once when I was, like, three. Okay. So I guess that was my first time, but this was my first, like, conscious time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, India was amazing. I went for work with my team, and some of our team is based there, so we were with locals, which mm-hmm. was super cool. I had the most amazing curry of my life. <laughs> it smelled really good. There was so much color. There was so many sounds. Too many, actually, for my liking. Yeah. It was very noisy. <laughs> Imagine, like, all of your senses are, like, dialed up right. to max. Ooh, like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Everything is just your sound, your sight, your mm-hmm. taste is just on alert the whole time. There's so much happening around you. There's so many visuals going on. So after a, a week, I was, like, tired and kind of ready to go back. But for the time that I was there, it was super amazing. Really so good cool. experience. I love that you like you get to do those sort of things through work, and like you said, have yeah. locals to show you around. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was basically like the point of it was an immersion for our team. Mm-hmm. So you know we're based in Amsterdam. It's very west, white. So we wanted to go and see like what the complete opposite is like. Yeah, so like be totally immersed in a different culture. How things work there. How do people get around the city? How do people pay for things? Mm-hmm. What do people do there? What's like life and culture and that kind yeah. of stuff. So it was very cool to like get that experience and now bring that back home and keep that in mind when we're like designing and creating products yeah. for these markets. So I think that's so important. Cool. That's something that someone was talking about. We we mentioned it in our Confront episode about how yeah. it feels like all apps are designed for Californians. Because right, that's right. where all the apps are made exactly. that we use. So I love to hear that Uber's doing that. Yeah, it was to, really, yeah. really fun. So that was my exciting thing. Yeah, that is exciting. All right. Should we wrap this episode up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, Thanks for listening to a random (laughs) spontaneous episode. Yeah. But it was really fun. I hope it felt like overhearing just a conversation between us because that's literally what it was. was. (laughs) Um, If you want to listen to more episodes, more that are structured than this, (laughs) go to designlife.fm or -hmm. follow us on Twitter at designlife.fm. And you find all episodes there. Also in 
any podcast app that you use just search for it it'll You'll come find up. it yeah it's got a purple picture yeah can't miss it <laughs> if you want to have more like i don't know join in on conversations with us then you should join our community it's at designlife.fm slash community it's like a monthly membership it's just nine dollars a month and you'll be supporting the show and also getting access to a lot of great people a lot of great conversations yep yeah we're a very supportive bunch if you're looking for a job, we're going to help you through it. Yep. When you get a Be job, we're going to celebrate with you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if it's nothing to do with work, we're still going to like yeah. talk to you. <laughs> it's a great time. We're still yeah. going to support you. Yeah. Be your cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we'll see you in there. And yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Cool. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.